so I need your full and affirmative consent. Uh, I give you my consent to record me, wow. unless I want to sue you later. Oh my gosh, I'm in trouble now. I mean, hypothetically, there's like an interesting rabbit hole where because I'm using my work stuff, <laughs> they now own this. Oh man, we can't make it too big. Yeah. Um, look at my microphone, though. Wow. You're, uh... It's kind of cool, isn't it? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why is that so, like... <laughs> it's like you have to hold it with two hands. I'm talking in a very, like, posh voice. Interesting. Is my mic any good, though? Fuzzy too. Can you hear it? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can know. hear you fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, my okay. gosh. I'm so excited. Man, no, no live audience this time. I believe I his name is Carlisle. That's what Helen named him. <laughs> wait, you got that from Helen? Or... Well... I brought it from Minnesota. It's just kind of lying around in my room. And I was like, I need better microphones at work. So I just brought I it see. to work to use. And then Helen was like, this is going to be on my desk and it shall be called Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like a pet. It does. It's kind of yeah. cute. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I was watching TikTok. <laughs> oh, look what, well, sad we're not streaming live tonight, but look, look what I have. What is it? Oh, oh, you even brought drinks? Yeah. I made this last night because we had friends. It's it's a margarita sangria is what well I I got this from Recipe Club that we oh the Dave Chang stuff right yeah yeah and it's a margarita sangria mm -hmm. and the story behind um the person who submitted the recipe was like like so I brought this to a potluck and everyone blacked out <laughs> oh that is hilarious <laughs> oh my gosh and I made it because I had some friends coming over yesterday but then I forgot that the one who drinks the most cannot drink tequila because uh -huh. uh, he had too much of it in college and now it makes him sick because of uh you know past mm -hmm. experiences and yeah me yeah, too so me there's too. still a lot left <laughs> well <laughs> that's with, every, with, with every alcohol uh-huh i just went hard <laughs> although i had a cosmopolitan today oh my gosh uh, that was actually quite good it was very pink too which i like <laughs> did, wait, did, I, did i tell you about how like cat was like I've gone to bartenders and asked them to surprise me like, I don't know, uh -huh. three three or four times every time they, they've given me a Cosmopolitan. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I actually liked it. I can't handle like hard liquor, but I think a Cosmopolitan and a Moscow Mule are my go-tos. Mm. So I think my long story short is I'm a vodka type of guy. Is what I'm starting okay. to realize. Those are both... Yeah, I, guess, I think okay. Moscow Mule's vodka, right? Yeah, I don't know if, that, I don't know if I've had a Cosmopolitan. Oh, you should get it. Come out to New York. Helen yeah. stopped me from getting a Long Island iced tea. I was like, iced tea? I like iced tea. She's like, no, you will die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think part of it was I didn't realize it's just four different types of alcohol in one thing. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't, I do not have that much mixed drink experience. Although I was at a brunch today and uh, me, well, I was with there with another, with, with Mandy and her husband, or like, yeah, another friend. Mm -hmm. And then like me and Mandy ordered mimosas. And then the, the server came by. It was like, like the ladies good with their mimosas, the guys want anything, and I was like, "Excuse me, this is my mimosa." Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> I like the San Francisco sass. You're yeah, just yeah, getting. Not, I, I didn't say that. I was just. We were just like. Oh, you're thinking it. <laughs> I was just thinking it. You know. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic, though. I didn't yeah. know Mandy was in town. I thought she like lived in Texas or something. Uh, Colorado, but. Oh, um, Colorado. But yeah, she's just back for a week. Uh, back for a week. Yeah, and she well, brought her husband. Their big camping trip. Yeah, she brought her husband. Yeah. Oh man. See, it's very different because my girlfriend's in LA right now. I'm on, I'm in New mm. York, so we're just completely opposite directions. Wow. Okay, like from the one end of the coast to the, all the way to the other end of the coast. Dang. Yeah, but yeah, no, you get all these free New York trips now. Well, 
Yeah, I do have to work though. That's part of the. Yeah, I was yeah. telling my coworkers like I don't really feel like I've had the full New York food experience because I'm mm. like working for the most part, and then we yeah. have like a team dinner and stuff, which is great. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they're always like, "Oh yeah, you need to go to like um, Winsome Bakery. It's like great." And I like can't find the time in my schedule to go. Oh yeah, yeah. There is a lot to see in New York. All right, it's just have, yeah. I brought oh. I brought something to share. Two Brothers Pizza. Okay. New York pizza I bought right beforehand. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find that people in New York are very, or I mean, at least the ones that I listen to on podcasts are all like very opinionated about their pizza. Oh. Or yeah, like they were they're like very like this is the right pizza. This is the right way to eat it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, I'm just like I don't know. I like pizza. <laughs> I will say I've been really enjoying cheese pizza lately. Okay. Like, I don't think people it's it's kind of slept on like just straight up having a cheese pizza and maybe it's because like i'm becoming a simpler person but before when i was younger i used to be like meat lovers i want as much meat as possible oh, yeah, yeah. and now i'm like starting to make this like interesting shift to like not taking meat out of my diet but i appreciate more food that's not just meat yeah you know? yeah i get that yeah i had a friend who uh became a vegan very recently give me like a very like kind of almost evangelical speech about why uh-huh. he's becoming a vegan yeah. and i like felt a little bit guilty because i was like i don't disagree with anything you're saying but i just like would have a hard time giving up <laughs> all <of> that <laughs> i was like i think i think you are philosophically and morally correct in everything you're saying mm-hmm. i just don't want to give up <laughs> animal products <laughs> that's fair that's fair i don't think i could give up animal products either yeah as i was telling my coworkers about like how my girlfriend's like research she like studies like how to make vegetables more appetizing mm. and i think she's like kind of bled into me a little bit where i'm yeah. like oh i do like vegetables yeah, you know? I, yeah I guess the times my... when i yeah when i have yeah. like really good dishes that are like have no animal products in it i'm like oh okay yeah like, maybe i could do this but then i'm like yeah I, I would also argue that it's easier to execute well on vegetables than it is to well, execute on meat that might be a little mm-hmm. bit more of a hot take. Easier but, to execute on vegetables than on meat. Yeah, because I feel okay. like when I go to like fancy restaurants, it's always the vegetable dishes that are much better prepared than the meat dishes. Like I'm always mm-hmm. more impressed by fancy restaurant vegetables yeah. than I am by fancy restaurant meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like what sets apart like the fancy restaurants from like yeah. cheaper restaurants. Because like cheaper, like I feel like they're like for meat, it's always like at least sort of good. But then for like really fancy restaurants, they always have like all these very like high key vegetable dishes. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you know, if you if you got like a salad at that pizza place, it would probably just be like, you know, lettuce plus some dressing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had the best sweet potatoes this afternoon, though. Oh, my. we had like lunch at yeah. the office and I was like kind of hyped about the food because like my coworker was like, oh, yeah, like it's a really nice cut of meat and blah, blah, blah got the meat put on my plate and then i got the sweet potatoes and the sweet potatoes were better than the meat i was like this is so good i oh. can't believe potatoes are so high tier <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah potatoes up there Wait, so this was not at your work cafeteria but at just somewhere near your no so sometimes we get i think on wednesdays we get catered lunch right mm-hmm. and because i was there on a wednesday i was lucky enough to get some food so mm-hmm. i was like oh dude this is awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. nice but to that point is i still have yet to really experience a lot of like like my hotel has like a breakfast but it's like a hotel breakfast so i just go mm-hmm. down there and grab like a yogurt mm-hmm. actually i didn't even eat it it's still in my backpack <laughs> yeah and then i go to straight to the office and i work 
and then it's like 7 p.m we have a team dinner and then here i am <laughs> yeah so new york is one of those interesting places where like because like i spent like a couple days there and it's like everyone says that the food or like especially the asian food and food is just like much better than you know here or other places and i'm like i kind of like i still believe it but then i like mm. didn't have that many meals while there that i'd say like blew me away but then like i still like believe that it's like because like looking around i'm like oh all of this looks really good or I don't, I don't know if that makes sense but it's like no i, I still agree. i still believe it but then i'm also like i just like i thought i had maybe like two or three meals that were really good there but that's like less than like when i've done like other travels so i went to a pho place yesterday right like i was trying to get to a dim sum restaurant and it was closed so i went to like the closest pho restaurant and Rena, Rena was like, oh, like, how was it? You know, and I said, solid six out of 10. And then I finished it and I said, solid five, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but well, then she was like, like, New York isn't really known for its pho, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, you know, maybe it's like dense enough that it would have good pho. Yeah, and yeah, it was like yeah. a hop in restaurant. People were going in, going out. Mm -hmm. And here I was getting all pretentious about how, like, I don't think uh, Kim Long over in Milpitas is even as good as it used to be. <laughs> And yeah, like, you might be right on that i don't know i feel yeah uh-huh no i i i 100 right on that you yeah, know because yeah. <laughs> i've only been there like a couple times since but i was like like i remember i thought i remember this being better than it is but mm -hmm. speaking as a non-vietnamese person who doesn't <laughs> understand the amount of work required to make a bowl <laughs> yeah but like my my new york pho experience was not that great it was okay. like totally mid <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's one of those things where it's like when it's just so dense and filled with choices, it's just like harder to feel really good about like the one place mm. you chose. Yeah. And like when there's so much hype around everything, I don't know. Whereas you know, like, yeah, the random like Indian place I like we wandered into in Yosemite that happened to be like decent. It was like, this is amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was a, so when my parents, I went with my family to Hawaii, Big Island once. Oh, yeah, and yeah. we were just looking for food and there was like a Thai, like they had mango salad and stuff like that. But it was just like some guy who like had a bus and his like mm -hmm. wife worked there and she they essentially had like a thai kitchen right next to the national park and my mom was like this is the best mango salad i can't believe you found this and i like had googled some like whatever's the closest restaurant you know and, um, <laughs> i feel yeah i feel like there's something to be said for like just the place like the further away it is from a brick and mortar like <laughs> like some or uh, yeah i was thinking about that like especially for like I guess especially for like i don't know in my experience like mexican and asian food i feel like mm, yeah. it's just like the tier list is like random grill like on the side of the street at at midnight is like mm -hmm. top tier then it's like truck then it's like brick and mortar play <laughs> but let me sell you my dude let me sell you on some uh, lo-fi boba farmer markets <laughs> <laughs> no brick oh, yeah, and yeah. mortar inside <laughs> yeah i, I mean that that that, it, that would be on the top of the tier by list by that definition dude i 100 think i'm not gonna make money this year on it i, <laughs> I mean keep, I keep if like you were doing these... it for money i think you'd be running yeah. it a little differently <laughs> i keep like getting these random expenses and i'm like ah this must be what it's like to be a business owner mm. wait because, so like, mm -hmm. like what do you have to price it to make a to turn a profit or even to like so, I mean, I can break down the margins for you. Yeah. Uh, we were putting together like an actual inventory list to figure out like what is the actual breakdown. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, putting it at five bucks a drink isn't that bad. Okay. Oh, um, really? Okay, okay. Yeah. I think that the actual like 
real boba shops like tenren or like t4 or even the more fancy boba shops they are making tons of money <laughs> okay so the margin is it's not like i have to sell this at seven dollars to even break even no no it's not even close and i'm buying like costco boba and costco oat milk like two okay. percent milk is cheap dude yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe part of it is i'm not calculating labor costs too much because i'm yeah. kind of doing it for free and if they have to pay their like yeah hot boba baristas like 40 bucks an hour and then it'll be different <laughs> yeah well because i assume a place like tenren their their main cost is not like the pearls and like the like the amount yeah. what it goes it's like the building and like mm-hmm. the people and yeah i don't know the rate yeah, yeah all that yeah i was showing everyone at work my uh new boba license though i was like oh, you have a license. i know i have license. an official license from uh the city of richfield Oh my gosh, dude. I've been having quite the adventure, actually. I went to a Singapore global meetup yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. In New York? Yeah. Wait, in, in person? In person, yes. Because okay. one of my friends that I used to work with was there, and he was like, yo, you should come out to this. I wanna, I'm hanging out. And I was like, okay, I'm down. And then I go there. Not a Singaporean person in sight, by the way. <laughs> it was just or, a bunch of like tech kids. Or how, how do you know they weren't Singaporean? <laughs> well, I mean, everyone was like, I'm from San Francisco and I moved okay, to okay. New York. I'm from San okay. Francisco and I moved to New okay, York. Okay, so it's all people that like know one or two Singaporeans that were like, I ate out with them once and this is like me there. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I was at Singapore once and I have a friend mm-hmm. who's with, and, it, and it was great. And that's why I love Singapore. Well, apparently it's like hosted by this guy named Andrew Young, which I thought was funny. Okay. Um, and he's like a guy who works at Meta, but his like, his thing is that every Tuesday he hosts an event in New York, right? <laughs> and like this week it was at the Dean and it was like single Porian global something meetup. And then next week it's going to be at Williamsburg and he's going to do something with the oh, wow. Okay. Thing. It was like a really good turnout. I was like impressed. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's the very like, I don't know. Or there's like a whole market for like techie yuppie millennial food events or it's like, mm-hmm. it's like a thing. Yeah, actually, because one thing that me and Kat did when because we were in uh, Orange County a couple weeks ago, and like one thing that we went to was like, it was a kind of interesting dynamic because like we I just randomly found like this night market thing on online, and you know like there's all those like Bay Area night markets nowadays that are like it's super yeah. trendy, super. But then this one was just like a bunch of like Mexican food stands, and like I don't know, ninety percent of there were people there were probably like you know it was like they were only speaking Spanish, like mostly mexicans and like a couple like wandering (laughs) asians that were like recording and stuff (laughs) but then we were like like wait this is like so much better than all the ones that are catered to us because it like i don't know it was just like very like i don't know there's something about it like not being the like i don't know the other ones are just like all very crowded and expensive and we're like Mm -hmm. like wait this is like just like very good tacos i don't know did you do the night market up in pleasanton do you know what i'm talking about be like no or actually no maybe i did oh actually i think i did six two six Foodie land or, or foodie mm-hmm. land or okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. something like that yes I, I, like... Did, I did go to one in Pleasanton okay I feel like those type of vibes are always a little bit scary when they like set up an entire like thing for you and then you like realize the food's a little bit more overpriced it's like yeah. the ones that are every week you know are actually gonna have like a fair yes shot. yeah yeah and that was the thing about this one this is a weekly thing right yeah whereas like that one was like it's a one time event and they're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like if it's a regular thing, then it's yeah. like you can feel more because otherwise it's like just like an event. Which, by the way, the uh, Richfield Farmers Market every week on Saturday. Ah, okay, okay, okay. From eight PM to twelve thirty. <laughs> yeah. Lo-fi boba will be there, rain or shine. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we we did go to another one that was weekly. Uh, 
in San Francisco recently, but that one was like also very, it was like very like millennial catered and it was just like oh. super crowded, but okay. it was good. I mean, like all those other ones, like they weren't bad. They were like good. It's just mm -hmm. like, normally am I going to go to somewhere to like wait 20 to 30 minutes in line and then pay, uh, that's fair. you know, $15 for something from a food truck. <laughs> now that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I feel it, like it was good. It's just, yeah, it's just like very, like, I don't know. It's like all about, like, they're trying to cater for the experience, you know? Dude, you're becoming a San Francisco person. A San yeah. Franciscan. Yeah, I guess. Next thing you know, you're going to be voting on propositions and upset about Lowell's merit-based admissions process. <laughs> not, I'm not there yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's awesome, though. Like, I don't. Like, because we grew up in the South Bay, I feel like I don't really have that many, like, San Francisco resident friends, mm. if that makes sense. Like, when I was, like, growing up, I remember I went to Bay Af, which is the Bay Area Asian American Youth Fellowship. Oh, I think I, oh, oh actually, I think I, I've heard of this. I think, my, like, our Christian Fellowship and college sent people there. Yeah. And it was, like, kind of like a bunch of Asian Americans from all over the Bay Area would, like, congregate and go. And I made, like, a couple San Francisco, like, friends there, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And they were like almost like a different kind of Asian, especially like a different mm, kind of like like people who grew up in San Francisco. Yeah, grew oh, up okay, in okay, San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Um. By the way, I'm gonna get not get in trouble for that, but like, uh, th there's another story involved with that. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm just like so artificially making these like different kind of Asian stereotypes when it's just straight up like a two axes thing, where it's like uh -huh. where you grew up and you are Asian. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Which it doesn't make you a different kind of Asian. It just makes you a different type of person based off where you grew up. I mean, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I like that you're in San Francisco because my coworkers are talking to me about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we like drove right through San Francisco, but we don't really have anything to do there," you know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the experience of living there gives you more opportunity to like explore things instead of yeah. going to like specific events. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's my perception of New York a little bit, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it did feel like the type of place where like it's hard to just like see all of from mm -hmm. like touristing through. Yeah. And, and it's like, so huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I so like part of it's like me having stuff to do at work makes me like enjoy the stuff I end up getting to do for my free time in New York more. Mm -hmm. Right. Or I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I gotta like sneak out and grab some pizza. Or like yeah. Go to some local coffee shop. And oh like, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I th I think I feel that from like being unemployed versus working, where it's like your free time is a lot more. Pre or like you know when all you you have all day to yourself, day after day, you're like, mm -hmm. what do I do today? Right versus yeah. like yeah, that makes sense. It's also getting to share it with other people. I think is also like yeah. for example, we went to get dim sum today, mm -hmm. like my entire team, right? And like I was the one that ordered, and like. Uh, like it was essentially like we need to find a place. Linus, what do you think? And I looked at an open table and there's some dim sum place. Yeah. And yeah. like it was like kind of fun because it was just shared experience. Right? Yeah, yeah. Were you the okay. resident Cantonese? <laughs> I did. I did. I I was actually kind of like I I didn't expect it, but it's become like a part of our conversation to talk about this podcast sometimes. <laughs> so interesting. Okay. What <laughs> are my other coaches? Marketing. What's the code? Come on, right? Okay. <laughs> I, I was just laughing because like it's part of it is like I'm just gonna have everyone come on the podcast. Like I asked sure. this kid today, was he a good Turk or a bad Turk? Oh boy. Wait, <laughs> wait is this Helen's partner? Or no, 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 no,
Helen's Wait, partner, okay. I believe, is Turkish, but okay. I have another coworker who is also okay, Turkish. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want to come on the podcast. <laughs> Although, and this is, he's going to be a little upset, but he's never going to listen to this, right? Um, <laughs> is I was pitching to him a product management podcast because I was like, I have two mics in New York now. I can grab an hour and just talk about product management. And he was totally down. But... Mm -hmm. When I tell other people he's going to be on this podcast, he's like, stop telling people. <laughs> when I made my Instagram post that uh -huh. about this, I did make it close friends and not all. Oh, you know. well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry we couldn't even broadcast it on Twitch, though. Oh, yeah, you're good. I mean, I don't know if actually, well, I guess I wouldn't know if people, people were like, where is it? But I, I deleted the story. So, you know, <gasps> that's actually pretty funny. Hey, how are you enjoying that? I, I feel like you're really starting to like become a social oh. media influencer okay well this is okay actually well, yeah wait no this was going to be my what kind of asian you uh were, were you this week but you didn't oh, ask yeah. me so. sorry <laughs> so you're good um it was just interesting this yeah well so i think i i kind of started venturing into it because i had like or like when i say venture into it i mean posting on instagram stories more because i have like this one friend who like just started doing it and i found that it's like there is the whole like you know like social media is fake, like, you know, yeah. like curating your life sort of thing. But like, I think the way that I found that I enjoy using it is just like when it's things that I would otherwise just like send to you or like my family or like random friends. Mm -hmm. And I just like stick it on Instagram stories instead. And it's kind of just like an efficient way. And, and then like, it leads to like, actually like, you know, people messaging and be like, Oh, hey, like, what restaurant is that? Or mm -hmm. like, blah, blah, blah. So like, I think that's how I've had fun with it. And it's like, kind of, I think yeah. seeing the way my one friend used it, which like he's very prolific with it, but I'm kind of like, oh, hey, this is a fun way to just like, his is just very benign. Like, oh, hey, like, like the bus looks like this today. Like, oh, I went Aww. to the mall. This is fun. Yeah. Like I'm cooking bibimbap. Mm -hmm. And it's just like kind of, so I, I guess I've kind of been emulating that. Nice. So yeah, so it's been kind of fun. And then this week I had oh. a adventure where. What does that mean? Oh, actually, I, I forget if I talked to you about, about this that much where. I like for fun, you know, those spam texts where like people mm -hmm. are like, we talked, I think we talked about this a little bit, but I briefly, not... I remember you had a picture of Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, okay. The long story short is, you know, like you get those spam texts, they're like, hello, is this so and so? And it's someone else, right? And like, uh -huh. you're always like, not sure if it's actually someone who has you mixed up or a spam texter. Uh -huh. So you're like, sorry, wrong number. And then they always like try to talk to you after, right? Yeah. 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 And then I block them. But then this time I was like, <laughs> I was like, 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 where does this go? So then I like started responding to it. And then I was like, that's when I was also posting on Instagram stories more. So like I started documenting it on Instagram stories mm -hmm. and then it just kind of got kind of wild. <laughs> and then like, I expected it to be like, okay, this will go like a day, mm -hmm. but it went like for four or five days and it got very like, you can, I actually, I, I put you, you, if you, I put, I like saved it on like with that highlight thing on Instagram stories. So if you're curious, oh. but like, but you like drop the link in the chat and <laughs> podcast yeah, yeah. Well, actually, but it's also <laughs> i also was only sharing it to close friends because i'm like i don't oh that's like, funny I, i'm like like i don't know how if, like <laughs> like my my aunt or my parents would be be confused by this <laughs> i mean not that i don't want to see them i just but like Nathaniel, yeah, but why so are you just, saying these things <laughs> yeah but it was just an interesting dynamic where like it was like kind of like the first it was just kind of funny like you know like i just like you know they're just like oh hello like like hello like i guess you are a new friend like here's a picture of myself and it's like of course it's just like this beautiful like mm -hmm. like you know it's just like oh yeah of course it's just like a random chinese model right like yeah. i'm sure that's you right and like mm -hmm. like can you send me a picture of yourself so i just like google white guy selfie 
and I just like send the first picture. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hello, I am Chris. And then I just like, <laughs> and then I just like play it. And, and I just like kind of had fun trolling. And I just like, yeah, I'm like, I work for a cryptocurrency startup and I'm going to mansplain blockchain to you. Oh my God. And, and then like, I was like posting on Instagram stories and it was just like uh -huh. kind of fun thing for a day. It, but then people like got really into it and I got a lot of responses. So I'm like, oh, hey, this is kind of fun. I'll keep doing it. Yeah. But then I went like, it just like, I thought they're going to try to scam me right away. But then it took uh -huh. like three or four days. Uh -huh. And then, like, by the third day, I was getting tired of it. But I'm like, I've already been posting this on you Instagram stories. You need to do for the like, content, too. Yeah, I, but I, like, felt this weird pressure to, like, continue it. <laughs> so then I kept continuing it. But it was, like, kind of boring. But then I'm, like, I was also just, like, like at this point, I just want them to try to scam me. And, like, because I'm just so curious what they're trying to do. Because it was just, uh -huh. like, very benign. Like, yeah. hello, Chris. How is your morning? Like, wow. Like, to me. And I'm, like, oh. And then, so I just, like, started, like, giving very short responses. Because I just wanted them to, like, take it to the end game. <laughs> And then like and they're like, or dating app yeah, yeah, but it was like, hello, how was your day? I'm like, good. What are what are you up to today? Like, just working. And they're like, like, oh yes, Monday is always my favorite day of the day of the week. Like, many do not like. And then it's, but then like it just got all like like here's a long paragraph from my uncle uh -huh. about like investment in the Chinese stock market. And like, cool. And then, and then like, okay. And then like they sent me like three or four pictures of like poor kids in Tibet. And it was like, like I, I don't care about money anymore, but like this is me and my uncle going to Tibet trying to like help wow. children. I think it's important to give back. I was like, oh yes, that. It was just like uh -huh. me going through that for like three or four days, and it was just like some of it was uh -huh. kind of fun to troll. Yeah. But then like I was also kind of just like bored. But then I was also it was getting tiring. But I was also uh -huh. like, I need to like I have to keep. I already started posting this on Instagram stories. I have to continue it. Wow. And then and then they finally got to the scam part. And then I found online, um, if you Google Meta Five meta five trader like trader that's uh -huh. the, like an app like where they do currency exchange yeah. if you do google google metal five meta five trader scams uh -huh. you find like this one where like like oh yeah like a like woman pretended to be someone she knew and then like scammed someone for 1.2 million dollars i think that's the scam i found oh but like someone lost 1.2 million dollars off of this that's crazy. so i think this is a very like long con, con game because that person like that. they did like several trades before like and made money before uh -huh. they took all the money so oh. I'm like, okay, this is so like once I found that, I was like, okay, like uh -huh. and then like they keep texting me, they're like, like, oh hello, how was your day today? And then like they moved to WhatsApp and all of a sudden, like yeah. and the, but then like by the time I found that, I was like, okay, I'm like not motivated anymore. So like I'm like, I'm like, so I kind of spoke like, all right, I'm kind of not motivated anymore. But then like and they kept like texting me, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna stop responding at this point. It's, <laughs> I'm getting too like this is too much work. <laughs> you ghosted the scammer, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, like I gave them like one or two word replies, but I think at this point they're like, uh -huh. they're like, they're like messaging me on WhatsApp. I have a suspicion also that it might be two people message me, one on text and uh, one on WhatsApp. I can see that because like they're sending me different texts that like kind of line up. Like, did you get my uh -huh. message on WhatsApp? Like, yeah. blah, blah blah. And like, why did you not respond to me on WhatsApp but text? And I was like, my WhatsApp isn't working. And then like. <laughs> It's kind of interesting that you added them on WhatsApp. I'm like, or, I mean, they just, yeah, they're just like, do you have WhatsApp? And they just texted my number and me. I don't know. Wow. I don't think I can get scammed from that, right? Just from them having me contact. You're doomed, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, but no, but I yeah, I don't know. It, it was like an interesting, well, like the whole exploring the scammer thing was interesting, but the experience mm -hmm. of posting it on Instagram stories was also interesting because I like felt this yeah. weird pressure to just like continue documenting it. And I got like a lot of, engagement yeah, no i remember it. you talked about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like yeah, yeah it's nice caleb even messaged me and said use my picture type of yeah. thing yeah yeah and, and then i did get the chance to use caleb's picture because because uh -huh. like i think they bugged out and they called me tony like hello tony like can you send me a picture <laughs> and i was like this is chris 
but here was a picture of me. And then I sent a picture of Caleb. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, my hair grew out from the last time. <laughs> I like that, though. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. But is that why yeah, you texted me? You're like, I, I need to keep the influencer streak going. I need a, I need a podcast today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and then, and then I guess I was also like, hmm, like... <laughs> Well, actually, well, well, no, I texted you because I had it in my Google Calendar, and I uh, we might have talked about it earlier, or I just put it in my calendar, assuming that mm -hmm. I forget. I, but honestly, I think you just had it in your calendar. But I'm glad that we got to talk, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, otherwise, how would we historicize this adventure in scamming, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you're actually curious, you can go to my my Instagram uh, highlights. Oh, and what's your Instagram tag? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what, is, is it just Nathaniel Shad? I forget. Instagram.com slash Linuxpo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm here swooping in for all your followers, dude. <laughs> I feel like I remember when we were younger, we used to care so much more about like how we put our public personas out there. <laughs> where it was like, don't don't give out your email to strangers. Or oh, like, yeah. you know, don't add weird people on Facebook. <laughs> and now it's just kind of like, People have my phone number. I don't know who they are. I don't know why they're texting me, but they just have my phone number now. So I guess anything is game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you're ever bored, try uh, responding to the random spam texts and see where it leads you. But they like, might just try to. <laughs> do you think they might up. have been real people? Well, I mean, I think it was definitely a real person, but I, but mm -hmm. like it was a scammer. Okay, got it. Got or, it. I mean, like, they were texting me back was definitely not an AI. Got it, got it. But like, I like, I don't think it was just an innocent person that was like, oh, yes, let me, like, mm -hmm. have you set up this, like, Meta5 trader account so that I can help you, like, make money on Forex yeah. trading. <laughs> like, but I did have a brief moment where I was, like, wonder, like, where I was wondering because it just got, like, so weird. And mm. I was like, they still aren't trying to scam me, like, on, like, yeah. day three. So I, like, I was, like, briefly, like, am I the catfish? But then... <laughs> no, like... So I, I hate that stuff like that actually kind of exists where it like kind of ruins the social trust in fabric. Like yeah, social. Yeah. Like so for example, I was on this Uber ride, right? And the guy who was driving me was just asking me about his life, asking me about like, oh blah blah blah. And I think some Uber drivers just drive Uber because they're like kind of lonely <laughs> or they just want to talk to someone. Yeah, yeah. The the Uber driver monologue can be like you can get some fun. Yeah. <laughs> But he was telling me how he met his wife at jury duty. I was like, what? What a story. But as he like keeps on talking, I realize the story is kind of not creepy, but it's just like, oh, that's like, I don't know if that happens in the modern era anymore. Mm. And he's like, you know, like I was married at the time, but we were oh. going through divorce. And then there's this girl I was talking to during jury duty. I was like the... She was a juror, but I was like the second, like if a juror drops out, then he would actually be a juror. And he was like, yeah, I got her number and stuff. And we we're talking back and forth. I was like, okay. And then later on, he's like, yeah, her parents really didn't want me to date her because I'm 49 and she's 23. <laughs> <laughs> and I, mean... I was just kind of there for it. And I was like, I guess love blossoms anywhere. But like those type of serendipitous like relationships, I feel like don't happen because a 23 year old just naturally distrusts any like old person that talks to them nowadays. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I feel like those still happen, but then there's like more, it's less like socially, it's not like part of the social norm anymore. Or it's like yeah. it's a little more because I guess it was such a thing. Mm -hmm. I guess there's more like suspicion now. <laughs> I, I think we also have like more 
like questions that we ask to figure out where people are coming from. Like, mm -hmm. for example, that social event I was at yesterday, I kind of like burned out from it after I heard the fourth guy say, oh, I'm a SWE at some random tech company. <laughs> and I was Man. like, oh, no, we're all the same, aren't we? <laughs> Man, all, these all these boring tech San Francisco peoples that are just like me. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> just like if I meet another Nathaniel. <laughs> well, I, I would argue that like, we're, we're we're different you know we're not we're just like, oh yeah oh yeah we're different we're not we're, we're good tech people <laughs> no I, I i don't even know if we're good tech people actually um but you know i don't think we need to define people whether they're good or bad <laughs> oh are you a good tech person now <laughs> <laughs> you know i gotta make sure to talk about street code academy as much as i can uh, right? yes, yes. <laughs> i need a virtue signal virtue <laughs> One of the more funny things is I was looking up uh, Stanford D School material because I was supposed <laughs> to leave this workshop yesterday. Okay. And I'm just kind of clicking around, and then right in front of me, I just see Sierra, like oh, <laughs> one yeah. of the other lead teachers. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Someone we know from Stanford and Street Code. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I, I guess that makes sense, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The D School. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, the D school is such an interesting, or like I don't know, it's interesting because like I feel like people from outside of Stanford are so enamored with the D school, mm -hmm. or I know there's like a lot of lore around it, but then like, or I don't know, it's like, <laughs> like I think among my friends it kind of became a meme because they're like, like if we put like if we just use enough sticky notes we can solve the world's <laughs> problems, <laughs> like I don't know, like I was like I felt like there should have been more memeing of the Stanford D school because like mm -hmm. me and my friends made a lot of fun out of it, but then like. Mm -hmm. It didn't. I don't know. Uh, that, so they they did roast it in like one or two Stanford like skits that I like mm. that I thought was kind of fun. But then like I like I felt like there was it was ripe for more roasting. I mean, you know, there, there's some good stuff though. I mean, <laughs> you know, I have a pitch to you. This has okay. to happen because I'm going back to California tomorrow, actually. So I'll be back in California for about two weeks. Oh yeah. Wait. 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 When again? Uh. So tomorrow until August fifth, I believe. Okay. I oh, so you're you're flying here tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. My pitch to you is we need to get together, write some jokes in these next two weeks, and go to an open mic night. <laughs> you know, I, I can, I'm happy to deliver. I don't okay. need you to go. I can commit to the writing. I will not commit to delivering. Okay, that's totally fine. But I feel like we need some degree of just ragging on like Stanford D school stereotypes. <laughs> or, like... but, but I feel like we have very different humor. Or like, uh -huh. I feel like I'd write something and then you'd be like, eh. Or I don't. I mean, like, which, which I'm like, I wouldn't be mad at, but I just mm -hmm. feel like we have like different, Ooh. or like a joke I write, I feel like is not like a you joke. If that that's makes fair. sense, that's fair. Although I don't know. I mean, I could write it, but yeah. Well, and like I, that's not a bad. That's not a bad uh -huh. thing. I just feel like we have different yeah, yeah different sense, yeah. senses of humor. I also think that you're more willing to go through a joke for a longer amount of time, and I just fail <laughs> after like the first ten minutes, <laughs> just based off my like you're talking about your text message thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't think yeah. I have the patience for that. Part of it was kind of fun though, because I got like pretty deep. Like I guess the part part of it that was fun was like I kind of started crowdsourcing like yeah. what I should say next, and then like I got into like this deep like mm -hmm. thing with like. Like, I don't know, like Chris, like she's talking about how her uncle knows all this stuff about cryptocurrency. Like, and then you're like, people are just like, you need to say why she's wrong, why her uncle is wrong and why she needs to like buy Cardano. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I got like pretty into character, but then I was like, mm -hmm. eventually I'm just like, all right, I'm bored. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. Maybe that'll be our next podcast when we're in California. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It is interesting. That's like in the Silicon Valley. That's like, even that, like, 
I remember it was funny to make fun of crypto bros for a while, but then it's mm -hmm. like now like that's like such a meme that like even making fun of crypto bros is kind of hack because it's like yeah, it's no, just like it's... Such, it's like kind of like the Kevin Wen joke. Yeah, it's too <laughs> easily made nowadays. Yeah, yeah, or just like like oh hey like crypto bros. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I agree with you. There there is some like degree. It was actually funny because that meetup I was at was like tech people blah 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 and crypto bros welcome crypto bros welcome <laughs> and i was like wow i guess that's the referential humor you got there yeah yeah hmm. but you know that's when in new york do new york type of thing yeah so, did, did I, you what uh, were any of the did you feel like you met any like interesting people there that you'd actually like want to hang out with outside of, or were you just like oh these are all just trashy tech people that are all the same well don't put words in my mouth brian was I, I, great <laughs> brian, brian. <laughs> of, course, of course his name is brian, brian alex yeah. chris <laughs> you're not wrong they were all very okay that's a different story i went there specifically because one of my old co-workers from a previous company was there and we kind of like always like chatted like every now and then or we'd like grab a video call or something like that but it was like nice catching up with him he was like mm -hmm. updating me on his life and i was telling him about my life and then he was telling me how he like left the company and what happened mm -hmm. and i was like that's just like me so that was really fun meeting the other people well it's it's like two-factor thing i realized that street code kind of insulates me from meeting software engineers in a social setting because we have something mm -hmm. to do but like mm -hmm. talking with software engineers without like a purpose can be a little rough uh, because they kind of just yeah. stand there quiet and you're like trying to pull information out of yeah, them I get sometimes yeah. or like having a structure to like mm -hmm. or it's a lot yeah it, or it's like less daunting to meet someone like doing something as opposed to yeah or like we're not here just as a, yeah as a social mm -hmm. thing yeah and i'd argue actually it's not just software engineers but maybe it's because there were a lot of them there too like yeah, i mean i'd argue that it also is software engineers <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty awkward. Uh, uh, look average. at you, dude. Look at you. We're pretty awkward. I thought you're a technical writer now, Mister. I'm a content developer engineer. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's everything. Actually, I was thinking about that recently. How like you know you they give you your title, but like you know I always kind of just fudge my titles to like mm -hmm. you know on LinkedIn based, and I was like hmm like I'm gonna, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know if everyone else does that, but I. No, I haven't. But I've okay. also worked in much more corporate environments than you have. So I think that's different. <laughs> I have been thinking about like, also, it's like almost 12. So we can oh, yeah, totally yeah, get off can, soon. Yeah, yeah. Whenever. I have been thinking more about like longevity in my career. Because I, I was like, low key, like, blah, blah, blah. This is what young people do. And like, one of my coworkers is like, dude, I'm like your age. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I guess I'm not young in the work environment anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been actually around like I've been to like three or four companies. I have mm -hmm. like some degree of experience. And I was just like, kind of caught off guard by that. I was like, I guess we are peers. Like, yeah. So I, yeah. Uh, yeah, all my uh, coworkers are a little bit younger than me, actually. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's the weird experience. part where you're I don't know, like when you start, like you're used to being younger than everyone and then you're like, okay, there's a couple people younger than me. But then like the percentage is slowly going to shift where you're mm -hmm. like, now I'm older than half the people. Now I'm older than 70% of the people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still yeah. on the young end because my company is like a little bit, I think the median age is probably like 30s. But, mm. you know. Yeah. But it was like totally fun. I, I really like my company. Like the more I work here, the more 
and no one's paying me to say this, although they might be listening. So, yeah. <laughs> but like at the at the end of the day, like I think it's just kind of a blast getting to see people in person again, right? Mm-hmm. So I I've yeah. been. I, I would encourage you to always go visit HQ, but I don't yeah. even know if you guys I, have the capacity to. We do have an HQ. I am going to Seattle tomorrow. Oh, nice. But for a wedding. So oh, gonna, boo. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to like cut time no, out of seeing people I, I haven't seen in like multiple years to go visit my office. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you just got to figure out a way to like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, no, really I get what you're saying. Though, cause, like, <laughs> yeah, because like, I don't know. I, it's just like, I, I, I have been getting a little tired how like, or I don't know, like, I meet all these people, and, like, I'm, like, some of them seem really cool, but then it's, like, I, like, you know, all my contacts with you is, like, literally talking about work, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, even the five minutes of small talk we get in the very beginning, it's, like, you know, like, that's, like, very, like, yeah. people are a little too good about, like, being respectful of time, so I'm, like, all right, like, <laughs> yeah, so. Actually, one of the uh, guests that might come on on the podcast, he's getting married in, like, three weeks, and mm-hmm. he wrote a product brief for his wedding, so... <laughs> Hey, we're wow. not making fun of him because he's gonna be a guest. Wow. <laughs> but it was like kind of fun just talking about his mindset through it. And I was like, dude, you should make it a template and then sell it on the marketplace. Because I bet you there's tons of tech people in the world that would love to have something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like a very structured guideline to running a wedding. <laughs> oh, I mean, my other friends had like they're like, we have an Asana project with like all the tasks we needed to complete, and we can give it to you if you want. Exactly. Like, I feel like that's totally a thing. And I was just like, Man. this is like fun conversation to have outside of like, what is the best way to bring documentation to like our <laughs> end users? Can we streamline our processes and mm-hmm. optimize. So, long story short is uh you should come work at my company. <laughs> I mean, maybe no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's getting late, so yeah, I'm yeah. uh swing it on your end. Is there anything you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> I'm fine. but thank you for joining all the way from new york in this hotel room oh yeah no it's been a blast i like yeah, catching yeah. up with you dude it's been like yeah, four yeah, weeks yeah. yes and i will well, so okay so you're officially you're gonna be here as of tomorrow is that what you yeah i'll mm-hmm. be here tomorrow i might be in la until the 29th though okay like okay, gotcha. okay. The 30th. so okay. honestly it might be good because you're going to the wedding anyways so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. i don't really okay. need to overlap with you too much yeah yeah <laughs> well i can look for that uh a comedy show i like we talk <laughs> oh i'm so, totally down yeah, comedy show or stand up open mic <laughs> yes so open I, I feel like open mic is more like a bit of like i don't know well i mean like i'm not gonna do it but i'm like i don't know i, I don't know what, that, what that's gonna look like but have you ever been to the moth do you know what i'm talking about like the moth radio uh, i've hour. listened to the moth podcast mm. I went with Martin once, and I was like oh, yeah? kind of tempted to go and go up there and tell oh, a story. it's literally just like whoever wants to come up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. So you get some like bad stories. <laughs> interesting. But like, even like bad stories are sometimes good. Like, I don't know how to phrase it, but like, if you're in the right crowd, it's like still fun to see someone mm. like tell a story that doesn't have a point. Yeah. Or like make a bad joke and everyone like booze them off I, I don't know i've never done an open mic before I, I, i've enjoyed or like do you watch Clickhole at all no okay they started this series where it's just like really off the wall like kind of meme spoken word oh that's awesome and i'm just like i was like yes like because well, i'm just like i feel like spoken word is such like a weird 
or like college spoken i don't know how much mm. you've been to, but like nah it's such like a weird specific a TikToker thing that does it. I, yeah i feel like <laughs> it's a lot more right for making fun of than than has caught on <laughs> or i don't know it's just like this white guy it's like i need to be adopted by michael jordan <laughs> this is what it's just like and that's just like it just like monologues about it for like two minutes <laughs> no i get it if you just put enough emotion into it it like kind of yeah. flows but then you're like it doesn't make sense or yeah, this is or ridiculous and then you just you, you just space out your words very dramatically and you're like and then you just you know the like mm. yeah maybe we <laughs> should do an open mic i'm i'm i i was kind of just joking i'm definitely down for a comedy okay. show though. okay definitely down for a comedy yeah. show I would go with you. I would just not get on the mic. <laughs> okay, that's totally. And I would fine. be mad at you if you tried to pressure me to get on the mic while we're there. Okay, good thing to set boundaries ahead of time. <laughs> like, totally would have put you in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "Come with me, dude. Come with me." <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it'll be fun. I'm glad I can see you. Mm -hmm. And like, you already got MTG out of the way, so I don't even need to play magic <laughs> with everyone. <laughs> oh well, last time I, we were like, "Oh, Linus is going to be here in a couple weeks." Like, "Oh yeah, let's get another draft together while he's here." <laughs> And then you in my what? mind, I was like, Linus might be a little bit upset about this, but <laughs> I I won't be that upset. I I yeah. I, I mean, you can also just say no, but <laughs> partly joke and partly like it was like more like you just played MTG. I also yeah. just played MTG with like five other guys. Yeah. So oh, also I I I destroyed everyone last time. Ooh, another story. That's a that's an accomplishment, actually. We did have a <laughs> we had a funny moment where because like in the commander draft, you're supposed to take two cards per pack. Oh, and then everyone's like, "Wait, the card numbers are weird. Like, how many? Like, how many cards do you have? Like, twenty? Like, yeah, twenty, twenty. And then I'm like, I have ten. I'm like, wait, are you <laughs> supposed to be taking two per pack? Oh, that's and funny. Like, and then they were like, we said that twenty times. I was like, oh my, <laughs> that's awesome. And you still yeah. destroyed them. So you well, limited. Well, so your what mind. they did was they they were like, how about Nathaniel's deck is fifty cards instead of sixty? Oh, oh, because well, I have took an asterisk. You have yeah. an asterisk yeah, on your yeah. record. <laughs> That's okay. I think you trained enough on MTG Arena. You know, yeah, yeah. you put in the reps. I'm not going to take it away from you. Yes, yes. <laughs> like whenever we play MTG Arena together, I can tell how much more you think about it than I do. Yeah, well, it's more just like I've drafted the format a couple. I actually haven't played in a minute, but yeah. it's more like if I've drafted this format 15 times, I'm going to yeah the cards more than you. All right. We'll do a rain check on MTG. Well, we'll figure it out. Later. <laughs> Figuring out how, how to say no. It's a skill, you know. I also been thinking about that entire MTG crew we have. It's like a total scam because Ben just ends up getting all the cards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, I mean, that's not. I, I, I mean, at least for me, it's like I'm not going to be doing anything with the cards, right? No, I agree. That's why I think it's like not that bad of a scam because it's like between friends. Yeah. But I was like, you know, we pay like eight dollars, but we don't take any cards home. <laughs> I mean, if you insisted on taking your cards home, they'd let you. Oh yeah, they totally would. So. I guess, see, there you are. That's actually a good uh, attitude to have. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I need is, like, a way to figure out... Because my deck in Minnesota sucks. Like, my mm -hmm. commander deck. So I've been thinking about, like, I need more cards. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, look at all those cards I got. But I never yeah, used. Yeah. You should just go foraging in Madeira. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. But then I'd have to be at Madeira. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. C careful. You don't know who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> no. I mean, I just think it's like a end of a generation type of thing a little yeah. bit. But me, you've been there more often than I have. And like yeah, some yeah. people are still there. So mm -hmm. that's fair. Has Caleb's room been replaced at all? Yes, there was another dude there who I do not know. Okay. 
They had that's a bunch of cool starlights on the ceiling. Oh, that is kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now I live in Minnesota for the next yeah. five more years. Every time <laughs> I go back, the house I, I, I'm pretty sure the house has been staying the same, but like just looks more messy every time I come back. <laughs> <As> my... <laughs> that's funny. I'm curious if things get thrown away. I think I left a hammock there, and I'm always like, oh, I should swing by Minnesota to grab my hammock. Yeah. But I never got around to it. All right. Anything you want to shout out before we call it a night? No. Um, check check, <laughs> check out my Instagram story. No. No. Nice. Okay, no I, I'm, but actually, I, I, actually, that being said, it was already on close friends. So if I don't know you, I'm good. I'm not gonna, you're not going to get to. I'm check out my Instagram anyway. story, but only if you're a close oh, friend if, listening if, to the if podcast. If you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'm going to shout out my coworkers because I know they're listening. I'm looking at each one of you in the eye and I expect you all to be return guests on the podcast. Nice. Wait, wait, where are you going to upload this to? Like the video or the, uh, yeah, what do you mean? Or just, I guess everything. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be uploaded to Spotify and YouTube. Okay. Okay. Cause I think most of our listeners are on Twitch, right? Is my guess. Like, or like the vlogs on Twitch and eh, shrug you do you. <laughs> I actually don't know if I can upload it to Twitch as a vlog. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll upload it to YouTube or Spotify. Yeah. So we'll yeah. at least have a week, you know? Yeah. Well, this is like a, this is like exclusive content because no one is watching this. <gasps> Wait, maybe this would be a Patreon one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, we decided when we started at the very beginning, we're not making money off of it unless we have uh-huh. a deal that can't be refused. <laughs> <I> shrug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was fun. I'm glad I got to catch up with you. Yep. All right. Catch you later. I'll see you next week or something. Yeah. All right. See ya. See ya.